You're listening to the Veteran Etc. Podcast, as there's always more to be said about a veteran. Join your host, Mike Kim, a veteran, ex-monk, season war trauma therapist, and writer, as he shares his years of research in veteran readjustment culture and the meaning of warrior life. Now, here's your host, Mike Kim. Veteran, etc. This is a show based on veteran readjustment culture, not just veteran culture. I've taken a dive into veteran readjustment culture, a concept I developed in the 90s. And that dive involves not just looking at military books, war movies, soldier TV shows, etc. It's taking a plunge into the intersubjective connections that the veteran might have with the military and society. It also looks at the different artifacts that are created by veterans and the artifacts impacting veterans. These artifacts could be books, letters, movies, films, TV shows, as I mentioned earlier. But these are considered as sacred and used to look at the veteran daily life outside of mass culture. This episode is titled Military Humor, The Veteran, and Freud, a tribute to Gil Ott. It sounds like a long title, this episode, but in reality, there is a great weave with the different themes mentioned in this audio essay. Gil Ott, he was a classmate of mine at Yale University. He was also a veteran. He served in Vietnam. He is no longer with us, at least in his existential presence, but he is with many of us in the realm of the spiritual presence or in the world of idea. Gil Ott, for me, is representative of what a veteran should be considering through the aging process after military service and war. At Yale, Gil was one of those, um, how can I say it? Not a chipper type of guy, not one of these guys that would just smile at you and walk away. He was also not the type of guy to treat you as if you were invisible. He'd always stop and have a conversation, at least with me. We'd always have like a short five to 10 minute deep conversation about the military. I treasure Gil's experience as a Vietnam veteran, being a part of an elite airborne parachute unit in Vietnam. I value the scholar, Gil Ott, the one scholar like myself, going back to school after having a family, raising a kid. Well, at least I'm still raising my son. Gil was able to go to Yale and study religion after raising his son, Jeff. And Jeff actually followed in the steps of his father. He went to Yale and also studied religion. Now, I'm not going to paint things out to be a Norman Rockwell painting or print, but I will say this, that 
my dealings with Gil inspired me to have a certain lightness in my military readjustment. And that lightness was tied to humor. Now, you may think that humor is just a general thing that all people have in all cultures. And you're probably right. I'll also say that humor, specifically military humor, is quite distinct. It's heavy with irony. It's heavy with self-deprecating, often vile language. And in many ways, military humor is a way to release the human valve that might be highly pressured while in service, either in a war zone or stateside or in a hostile area or on ship. The thing is, I think a lot of people overlook military humor. I think a lot of veterans overlook military humor. When I was developing this audio essay, I took the time to speak with Dr. Bruce Pensick, a scholar who's deeply influential in the veteran studies movement. I also got to speak with Jeff Ott, Jeffrey Ott, Gil's son. And in my conversations with these two gentlemen, I noticed that they both shared a certain type of humor that was resembling the military humor that I mentioned. And that humor was connected to the life of Gil. I think when you live a life of Americana 1950s, and then after college, you end up in one of the worst troubling combat areas in Vietnam, that can truly affect you on many different levels. And if you were seeing a therapist, the therapist might point out certain things that you might have in regards to the war zone. You know, like such psychoanalytic terms, such as avoidance, acting out, denial, identification, projection. Well, there are many, many more terms that therapists might use. These are called defense mechanisms. And they're basically used by human beings to protect the sense of self, the healthy ego, or even the battered ego. But a lot of therapists, and I'm a psychoanalyst with 20 plus years of experience, I would say many therapists miss looking at how military humor can benefit the veteran. And that's tied to the, the more higher level advanced defense mechanisms that Freud spoke about, such as humor. Yes, humor. Freud even wrote a book about the clinical impact of humor on the human being, on the psyche. He encouraged it. The book was called Jokes and Their Relation to the Unconscious. It was written in 1905. Now, I wonder... If one of Freud's most well-known patients, the rat man, from one of his case studies, the rat man had a certain sense of humor, I wonder what his quality of life would be. No one truly, truly knows much about the rat man, other than he was seeing Freud and was 
in the military at the time. Sadly, interviews could not be done on the Rat Man because he ended up dying in World War I. The reason for the case study being called Rat Man by Freud is because this patient of Freud, a military soldier, basically was tied up with obsessing over his commander, obsessing over his own actions, and was always feeling a certain level of incompetence, lack of healthy ego. I wonder if the rat man had a certain lightness, a certain humor, if this would have helped the rat man to not fantasize about murder or suicide, not think of rats from dreams. We as human beings, as veterans, as military personnel, can use humor in a healthy way to let go of things in the present and things from the past. Now, if we do this appropriately, this would be more of a higher level defense mechanism, as I mentioned earlier. In our numerous discussions on campus, it was always refreshing to come across him because he always had a great laugh. There was always a joke. There was always irony. There's always that hurry up and wait type of line that was used when we'd come across each other. Yale was definitely one of those uptight places that needed to be shaken up by a couple of vets like myself and Gil. And I would say more so Gil, because Gil, he had a great sense of humor and he didn't have any enemies on campus. And he just opened himself. And with others, he didn't express that military civilian divide that maybe I would at times have on campus. Now, I think I've matured some since the 90s. I think I've been able to use military humor in a way during my readjustment after Iraq to let go and be in the world. Be in the world without having so many mental preoccupations. If you want to know more about those mental preoccupations, Freud wrote about the rat man and the rat man's condition in notes upon a case of obsessional neuroses. It's an interesting book. It was written around 1908, and it's a treasure for therapists and those who are not therapists. If anything, it's insight on the human condition. When I think of Gill's life, and I think about the different people he influenced, they weren't just folks in academia. Gill had a rich life with some pretty incredible jobs when you look back at his life after Vietnam. And I can't help but to think that his position at Cornell University and at other places, well, I can't help but to think that humor must have been an ingredient for him to be able to survive and thrive in that type of environment back in the day 
when veterans weren't really recognized that much pre 9-11 veteran era. Now we know Vietnam veterans struggle with their views on society, even as an accepted veteran from the post 9-11 era, I have issues with society. I would like to say that with humor and the type of humor that Gil had, I've been able to forgive more. I've been able to overlook things in a healthy manner. I've been able to, well, look at other humans as other humans. I think that's what humor can assist the human being in readjustment and readjustment in our society. Now that seems to be confusing just because I don't think there has been an audit essay about veterans, military humor, and Freud. I think pulling things together to create this essay makes me reflect on my own life. And that's why throughout this essay, I find myself taken aback and maybe unclear. But hopefully, you can help me by finding some type of clarity from this audio essay. Veteran Etc. invites you to join us again with your host, Mike Kim, every Sunday. If the content from this podcast is informative to you, please share the podcast with others. Give a like and or post something you learned from the episode on social media. If interested in other truly informative podcasts like Veteran Etc., check out cominghomewell.com for a listing of other veteran-based podcasts. Thank you for tuning in.